Hey friends, it's John. Thanks for listening to another episode of Vacation Rentals with John. Today I have Zach Busey Cruz from Spontaneous. He's also the host of Behind the Stays, his own podcast where he interviews rock star hosts. He's also a professional Airbnb guest. He's traveled to hundreds of Airbnbs. He's a pro guest and he has a lot to share with us today. So please welcome Zach. Alrighty, Zach, thanks for doing this with us today. Can you share a little bit about how you got into the vacation rental space? Yeah, absolutely, man. So the short story is I'm a growth marketer by trade. And when COVID hit, my wife and I were living in a 700 square foot apartment in downtown Washington, DC. My wife's an attorney. I was leading growth at at, at, an, at an agency and uh, the Zoom calls in the same room weren't really working out. So we decided to break our lease and hit the road. So we ended up Airbnb hopping for uh, almost a year and a half. And um, that while we were while we were driving and and uh, hopping to new places uh, every few days, we realized that if we could be flexible with where we went and when we went, we could score incredible last minute deals. So that was the impetus uh, behind the launch of Spontaneous. We sort of positioned it as the Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb deals. And so that's how that's how I got started. That's awesome. And I know right now bookings are slower across the board. And there's a lot of hosts that they want to get more promotion for their properties, right? But if if we wanted to be a deal on spontaneous, like how would that work? Um, you curate all of these last minute deals. Like, do we apply or do we uh, reach out to you to find out more? Like, how, to, how does that work? Yeah, great question. So we uh, most of the deals that we scrape are um, are deals that we just find ourselves every day, and then uh, we do have a host partner program. So you can sign up; it's a small annual fee, and anytime your property is available during our curation window, so sometime over the next thirty days, it'll automatically be included on our website, but then also in our newsletters as well, so that folks who are looking for deals in you know the southeast, right? If you've got a place in Florida. Uh, your property will show up in that newsletter. And it, we like to position ourselves as a, a, a another marketing channel for, for hosts to tap into. We don't do any sort of like affiliate or commission base. It's just a small annual fee. And that guarantees you a spot anytime your property is available. Uh, that's really reasonable because uh, that's kind of like Verbo used to have that. You could pay yeah. once a year, right? And people yeah. miss it because now everyone's on paper booking or they have to pay commissions like with Airbnb service fee model. So it's this is better because at least you know what your costs are, right? And then yep. you can get some promotion that way. So, and what I like to, yeah, oh, real fast, what I like to tell people too is that you know, for for the cost of it, the the cost per year is usually less than an individual's one night cleaning fee. So just to give you like a, a you know a, a semblance of like what that costs, it's typically between forty nine bucks to ninety nine bucks a year, depending on depending on the uh, the host. So so yeah, we try to we try to keep it simple um, and and easy for folks. And if you have a direct booking site, even better, you know, we can, we can link directly to your direct booking site. That's awesome. And strategically, I could see how this works because now the lead times are way shorter than last year. Like last year, people used to book two or three months in advance, a half a year in advance. And now it seems like all the bookings are last minute. Yeah. Um, So I could see how being on this curated list would help because people are looking for last minute deals. They're not as pressured to travel, um, like with those advanced plans, because there's so much inventory available. So I could see how this would be helpful. Like what's, if I go on spontaneous and I'm saying like, it depends on location, Yeah. but if I go on spontaneous, like how much money can I save versus looking on Airbnb? So you, yeah, I mean, it, we only feature deals that have been discounted in some way, shape, or form. So, so the average discount is around thirty to thirty-five percent, but we'll have deals up to you know seventy percent, uh, and then we'll have you know deals that'll be in the ten to twenty percent range. But generally speaking, 
uh, kind of 30 to 35% is, is what you can save. And uh, you, you can save even more if we, if you choose to book with one of our host partners, right? So we have like a verified stays section on, on our site. We've got deals with all those hosts directly. Uh, most of those have direct booking sites. And, you know, generally speaking, you can save more if you book direct versus booking through through an OTA. So, so yeah, ultimately what we're trying to do for hosts too is we're trying to increase your direct, your direct bookings. Uh, we've got a little tool called Ping, which helps you uh, capture prospective guests. So if guests, you know, want to come and stay at your place sometime in, you know, the middle of October, but they have some flexibility, they can create a little Ping. And if you've got any availability that opens up on your calendar, that guest will automatically be notified or if you have like a last minute cancellation. Uh, and then all that data is actually passed along directly to the host. So the host has like, you know, the name of the guest, their email address, when they want to come, how much they want to spend, all, the, all that fun stuff. Yeah, I, I want to sign up right now. <laughs> so uh-huh. um, in terms of, has it been busier for your business? Because so many people are looking for any sort of marketing now, like they're not wanting to just rely on Airbnb because bookings have slowed down tremendously. So has, has it gotten busier for you because of that this year? Um, the supply's been crazy high, right? So yeah. how, how has it been? Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's honestly, it's been, it's been insane. Um, I mean, relatively speaking, we're, we're, you know, totally bootstrapped, like young startup. So like we, we have, a, we have a lot to prove, uh, you know, in the spirit of full transparency, I think one of the hardest things right now is I think some folks would prefer some sort of like affiliate model given sort of the lack of uh, great infrastructure with PMSs and how every direct booking site uh, operates a little bit differently. It's really hard for us to track actual bookings from, from spontaneous. So we, we know like, Hey, these are all the people that have seen your listing or have clicked to go to it or go to your website. We can give you that data, but it is really hard to know on the back end Cause sometimes, you know, a guest just forgets where they first heard about you from. Uh, and, or a lot of the times folks don't have the technical infrastructure necessary for us to, uh, appropriately track that. So we do, we, we you know, in, in the spirit of, of, of transparency, that, that is a friction point. And, and we want to solve for that. Cause I think ultimately hosts want tools and marketing channels that are free for them to use. Right. And if they, if it's a small commission, you know, less than, less than what Airbnb takes, I think at the end of the day, people would be happy. But um, for now, folks seem to be really happy just paying like a flat $49 or $99 fee per year and, and not having to think twice about it. That, that does seem to be the model that people prefer at this juncture. I think as we grow and we, you know, start working with folks who might have larger, uh, uh, you know, uh, groupings of properties, that model might have to shift a bit. Well, it seems like you can earn back in one booking though. It's not expensive. Exactly. So exactly. If you yeah. get one booking from it, then you're already in the clear. So yeah. I, so what you're saying, just so if I, I'm understanding this correctly, once they go to Spontaneous, they find the deal, then it can like take them to Airbnb and then they'd actually book through that platform or your direct yep. booking site, like wherever you signed up. So that's why it might get lost in translation like that that booking came from Spontaneous because the booking's ultimately happening on the direct booking site or on Airbnb. Is that correct? Well, Yes, but hopefully if, if it's your direct booking site, hopefully you do see that, right? Because uh, you, we'll have some sort of like discount code that folks can use. A lot of times hosts will give like, you know, a, a 10% discount if you if you use the code spontaneous when you book direct with them. It's harder when you're directing the traffic back to the OTA uh, for, for, for obvious reasons because, you know, they're, they're sort of like a black box. Um, but again, to your point, like most folks, uh, you know, are able to prove the ROI pretty quickly because, you know, for most, most people stay longer than just one night in a place. And most people are charging more than a hundred bucks per night for their place. Right. And so, you know, you can just do, it's pretty simple math. You, you get, you get a weekend long stay and that's typically a two to three X, you know, return on their investment of a hundred dollars per year. 
No, it makes perfect sense. And I would assume these are shorter stays because they're last minute, but do you get any like longer stays, like over two weeks, not these stays through this, or is it mostly like shorter stays, like weekends, three, four nights? Yeah. So we, we, we have, that's a really good question. So right now we have kind of two, what we call curation windows. We have a weekend long curation window, which is actually three nights as far as we're concerned, you know, just to make it a long weekend. Um, it, it can be two nights too, but we, it, the default is three nights. Uh, and then week long, so seven night stays, um, and those are two. So we we do up to seven night stays. We don't do anything longer than that. Um, that said, if you're a host partner and, and you know you're you're you've enrolled in our host partner program, anytime your property is available, it'll show up on Spontaneous within the next thirty days. So that's what we limit. We, we any listing that you find on Spontaneous, you'll. It, 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 there has to be some window of availability in the next thirty days. If you've got a place that's booked out for the next three months. During those three months, your place won't show up on spontaneous. Got it. Got it. That makes perfect sense. And any advice for hosts that are just starting out other than to, I mean, list as many places as possible and definitely get on spontaneous. If I'm a new host and starting out from your experience, do you have any, um, any tips that you can give brand new hosts that are just getting into the vacation rental game today? Yeah. I, one, one of the things I like to tell folks, um, it's a little bit of like a hot take is that I, um, there's a lot of depending on who you listen to, what podcast you listen to, or, or you know what what uh, people you follow on Instagram. There's a lot of folks who are who are super gung ho about direct bookings, and I think that like direct bookings are great. Um, however, it's it's a lot of work, right? Like OTAs provide an incredible service for hosts. And granted, yes, I understand that Airbnb hasn't always had the best relationship with hosts. I, I do think as a company, I have a lot of respect for them. I think that they they care a lot about hosts. Um, that said. I think some people will say that you have to build like a hospitality brand. Otherwise you're like not a good host. And I just totally disagree with that. I think if you want to build a hospitality brand, great. If you want to do that well, you need a direct booking site. You need to invest in social media marketing, right? You need to make sure that you've got good email marketing infrastructure in place. Uh, but 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 you don't have to do that. I think it's totally reasonable and totally acceptable to be a little bit more of like a hobby host, right? Where you have a few properties, uh, you know, uh, one to one to three, four, five properties, whatever it might be, and you know, you, you maybe even do it full time, but you don't necessarily want to do all the work of having to do all the branding, all the marketing, right? All the direct booking processing. It's, it's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible uh, la- amount of labor. And I think sometimes the direct booking gurus don't have, don't always talk about like the actual cost of building out a direct booking strategy. So what I would, my, my encouragement to folks that are, that are just starting out is if I were you just starting out, I probably wouldn't worry about a direct booking strategy. I'd invest, you know, all the time and resources I do have on Airbnb and Instagram. Uh, I'd build up an Instagram following if I really did care about building up an audience. And then once I saw some traction, once I, you know, f- figured some things out, uh, you know, would do a cost benefit analysis to see if uh, a direct booking site might be something that makes sense given given my growth goals. And from my perspective, the only reason to invest in a direct booking strategy is if you really do want to grow. If you're totally content with like the couple of properties that you have and you just want to stick to those units and just, you know, get better and become a better host and improve them over time. Then from my perspective, it's not worth investing in direct booking. That's super solid, Zach, because I guess when you're new, like you think that you should be everywhere and anywhere, but then you spread yourself really thin and then you're spending a lot of money without the return right away. And it's not just like having a site because after you make the site, you have to keep investing in it and promoting it. And that costs money. So if you're brand new and you have no idea what you're doing in digital marketing space, doesn't mean you can't get there, but it's, it's a lot of work to get there. And if you're like, you're saying a hobby host with one house and maybe it's just best to let the OTAs do their job with that. And 
promote with social media. It's so much easier that way. So that's really solid. And wh- where's your favorite place to travel? Um, by mm. the way, oh, um, gosh. You uh, I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm pretty basic. I, I love a good European, um, uh, adventure. I, uh, I love, I love Italy. My wife and I actually got married in Italy in 2019, right before the pandemic hit. Um, and that was just an, an incredible experience. And so I, I love the Italian countryside in, in terms of, uh, domestic travel here in the States. I love Maine. Um, it's just uh, Booth Bay Harbor, Maine in particular, which is this beautiful, like Harbor town, just about an hour North of Portland, Maine is unbelievably gorgeous, especially uh, as we're recording this in, in early fall, this time of year, it's just absolutely exceptional there. Um, so I, I have nothing but incredible things to say about the, the great state of Maine. And then if we're talking about overseas, if I could be anywhere right now, it, it would definitely be on the Italian countryside. Oh, that sounds beautiful. I've, I've been seeing all on my uh, social media. Everyone's in Italy this year. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't been. I want to go too. I haven't been yet. So it's definitely somewhere I need to go. Yeah. Well, Zach, um, you also have this awesome podcast and do you want to speak a little bit to it? Like how, how you got the inspiration to start it? Because I know a lot of the listeners here will, would love to listen to yours as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, my podcast is called Behind the Stays, and the the quick short story there is: as I started working on Spontaneous, and, and while we were on the on the road meeting all these incredible people, I, I realized that there's just so many great stories in the space, right? I, I think most people just kind of like fall into hospitality. I don't think anyone really like wakes up dreaming when they're a young kid of like being an Airbnb host, right? Or, or, or getting into short term rentals. Uh, it's it's a newer it's a newer space to begin with, but what I realized is like people have these great, really, really rich stories. And I looked around like the podcast landscape and there are so many great podcasts uh, uh, like like yours, for example, right? That are, are so good at teaching people how to do things or providing little bits of information, uh, encouragement, tips, whatever it might be. But, but I saw an opportunity to, to actually do a little bit more of like a human interest uh, podcast. My, my, I, I lo- I'm a sucker for humans of, of New York. And, um, I, I've always really admired, uh, how, how they curate content. And I thought, Hey, maybe there's an opportunity to build a show like that in the short-term rental space. So that was the impetus behind, behind the stays today. We feature lots of content. Um, some that is very, very story driven others. That's a little bit more tips driven as well, but, but the inspiration for the show really came from meeting people like you all, the listeners, being so inspired by your stories, how you were a flight attendant and then became a, a super host, you know, how you, you know, built a tech company, sold it, and then went and bought a piece of land and are developing these incredible new cabins. Like there's so many great rich stories that I um am, am just inspired by. And I've been fortunate enough to tell. Uh, well over a hundred at this point of those stories on on my podcast. Uh, so yeah, if, if you'd like to listen to it, you can just find, Google behind the stays and where all you know where wherever you get your podcast. And then yeah, if you're listening to this and if you think you have a story, I'd love to have you on my show. I'm always looking for for new guests who have great stories to come on and share share with my my listeners. Thanks, Zach, and thanks so much for doing this with us. I know you're a busy guy and you took time out of your day to do this with us. Thank you. And where can um, our listeners connect with you? Is it best Instagram or email? Um, how can we connect with you, Zach? Yeah. So if you want to connect with me personally, I'm pretty active on um, on LinkedIn and, and, and Twitter now, now called X. But I'll, I'll give you my uh, social handles uh, um, if, the, if that would be helpful, Jonathan. So you can just go ahead and drop those in, in the show notes. But you can also just check out spontaneous.com. We actually rank number one for last minute Airbnb deals. So if you just Google last minute Airbnb deals, you can find Spontaneous. Uh, go ahead and subscribe. Let me know what you think about it. Um, or you can email me directly at Zach, Z-A-C-H at Spontaneous.com.
Thanks. And for all of our listeners and the show notes, I'm going to include those social handles so you can connect with Zach and a link to spontaneous.com. Thanks so much for listening today. If you like this content and you want to help me create more of it, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you're listening. It helps get the show in front of more listeners and helps us create more of this content for you. So until next time, friends, stay booked and take care.